The TNT Shop has great gift ideas for your furry family member at tntradio.live. This is the Hervoye Moritz Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right, round two here on the Hervoye Moritz Show, transmitting not from Acapulco, where I was last uh, week, but back here in Guadalajara. And what is happening around the world? The Guardian posts over the weekend. Humanity's remaining timeline. It looks more like five years than 50. Meet the neo-Ludites warning of an AI apocalypse. Uh, and basically one expert says, if you put me to a wall and force me to put probabilities on things, I have a sense that our current remaining timeline looks more like five years than 50 years. Could be two years, could be 10. By a remaining timeline, this guy, uh, Yudka, what's his first name? Elizer Yudkowski means until we face the machine rot end of all things. Think Terminator-like apocalypse. Think Matrix Hellscape. That's why I half jokingly, half serious joke about Skynet becoming self-aware, right? Black Mirror. Uh, killer, what do you call them, metalhead, robo-dogs, and that sort of stuff. These crazy drones and um, they're, that are where they're creating now these masses of autonomous drone swarms that, you know, you just throw on a bomb or machine gun on these things. Uh, kamikaze suicide drones now many countries are developing. Even India now is uh, arming Israel with drones, which has caused some controversy. So that is definitely something to think of i'm not afraid you know whatever happens happens i'm living in narco territory so whatever happens happens uh don't be afraid uh as david avocado wolf says best day ever every day now that i've, I've stolen that that's been contagious now every day i'm like today's the best day ever uh you know regardless of what happens james Lindsay has made an interesting point a bloomberg reported over the weekend larry fink is avoiding the label, but BlackRock has quietly established itself as the global champion of ESG investing. And I think Lindsay is on point here. He says, ESG isn't dead. It's playing dead, so we'll go away. So we've seen pushback by a number of states in the US uh, against ESG. And it's kind of seemed like we were winning, but I think they're playing possum, uh, BlackRock and, and, and uh, Larry Fink and these folks. We've got the ECB, European Central bank telling staff if you're not green you're not wanted it's the mark of the beast if you don't take the mark you can't buy or sell a top ecb official stunned employees by saying people who don't buy into the institution's green objectives aren't welcome to work there I've been talking about that since forever where basically you know the mark doesn't even have to be physical in fact i don't think it will it'll be i think um uh, a you know spiritual philosophical decision your 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 ideology or belief system heck you know they got facial recognition or palm payments now and so if you don't subscribe to climate changeism lgbtism covidism ukraine warism that scan will go eh, access denied can't work you know i've had a couple of guests on michael oxford California can't get a job as a grocery store clerk now he, 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 the power went out in his house because he couldn't pay the bill no one will hire him 
Jonas Vesterberg, who we had on uh, from Florida. He was in alt media and now he can't. Um, has yet, he's having trouble getting mainstream gigs because he was in alt media. So um, that's what's going on. Hawaii is poised to slap tourists with $25 climate tax. Small price to pay to preserve paradise. Small price to pay um, to breathe, uh, I guess. They're taxing breathing now, uh, the weather. Lawmakers are poised to approve $25 climate tax on tourists who visit the Aloha State in an effort to combat what they claim is an assault on the area's natural resources. An assault by nature on nature. Just, I, I don't know what to tell you anymore. Just absolute daily insanity from these technocrats. Elderly UK couple ordered to sell home to house migrants. Their 200,000 pound home, they got a letter from North North Northamptonshire Council saying um, their home could be subject to compulsory purchase from the government to be used to house young migrant men. That really got me angry this afternoon. I don't know what I'd do if they tried that to me uh, here in Mexico. Um, just just next level insanity. Um, this is interesting. Sheriff um, Jones ramps up training security after FBI warning of terror attacks. False flag. False flag operations, beware right here. It says, at the National Sheriff's Association Conference in D.C., Butler County Sheriff heard warnings from the FBI of imminent terrorist attacks on the U.S., and he's out to make sure his department is prepared. If it's not, it's not if they're going to attack, it's just when they are. There are people already here who have come to the country who hate us and want to kill us. Where have we heard this before? It's interesting. They say lines of attack. He said he was told will be through cyber attacks, crippling power grids, trained derailments and cells of armed terrorists who target multiple areas of the country. There is your next false flag operation in the United Soviet States of America. So much more um, news going on. Ah, here's some Mexico news. Catholic bishops in Mexico host hosted peace talks with drug cartel leaders. It's that bad here in Mexico. Uh, you can't. Forget the police, forget the government. We're down to basically praying from sal for salvation from the narcos. And so Catholic bishops are meeting with drug cartel bosses in a bid to negotiate a possible peace accord. And hey, the president approves of such talks. Look at the irony there. The president, like, instead of the government doing his job, is like, yes, talk with the Catholic priests about not killing so many people and extorting and kidnapping them here in Mexico. And a, a lot of funny business going on uh, in Washington, D.C. A Kenyan official attending Haiti talks in Washington found dead in his hotel room. I'm sure that it has some deep politics involved um, there. And uh, Azerbaijan planning full-scale war, says Armenia, and a lot of uh, world war news as usual if you missed your favorite tnt show or interview simply listen or watch it when you want wherever you want visit episodes uh, on the tnt radio website rumble.com bitchu.com or brightyan.com we're also on all the major podcast platforms like apple google spotify and so forth there's no reason to miss out on anything on today's news talk tnt Keeping the commitment. I love you guys. Unbelievable. 24-7. Listen to you every day, have for years. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. On Friday, California Assembly Member Mike Gibson 
Democrat introduced a bill that would require homeowner insurance companies to ask insurance applicants how many firearms they own and report it to the government. Here with the story, joining me once again, TNT News producer Adam Clark, a.k.a. Ruckus. Wow, doesn't this sound fun? This this definitely sounds like something Democrat would never do. I mean, Democrat-run California would never do. Oh, wait, yeah, it's exactly what they would do. Um, so this is, uh, you mentioned Assemblymember Mike Gibson. There's also State Senator Catherine Blakespear, who are the two leading California Democrat lawmakers pushing this particular legislation. This is Section 2086. It will be in addition to the insurance code pertaining to AB-3067, don't you know? Um, the questions include information as to the number of firearms in the home, the method of storage, how many firearms are stored in vehicles on the property? Yeah. Uh, the questions include whether or not the firearms are in locked containers. Uh, they want to know all about your gun business. Um, as Gateway Pundit says, this is a direct assault on the Second Amendment rights in the state. Uh, they say, I'm quoting from them, as many of you know, this also is the first step in gun confiscation, identifying where the guns are located. Good point. Uh, Turning Point USA founder Charlie per Kirk pointed out that the state of California is attacking gun owners while letting rampant crime and child exploitation go unchecked. Way to go, California. Uh, Charlie Kirk said in a post on X, formerly known as Twitter, quote, California couldn't care less about retail theft child mutilation, infanticide, or illegals breaking into America, but it feels entitled to harass law-abiding gun owners. Will California use this database to punish gun owners? End quote. Uh, California Democrats are waging a war on the Second Amendment. This is what a one-party rule looks like with the Democrats in charge. Uh, the governor of California, Democrat Gavin Newsom, recently signed a law that banned people from carrying firearms in virtually all public places. Thankfully, the courts stepped in and blocked the newly signed law. In December, a federal judge temporarily, temporarily blocked the newly signed California law that banned people from carrying uh, the firearms in all those places. Uh, AP had reported, quote, the law signed by Governor Gavin Newsom in September was set to take effect January 1st. It would have prohibited people from carrying concealed guns in 26 places, including public parks and playgrounds, churches, banks and zoos. The ban would apply whether the person has a permit to carry a concealed weapon or not. One exception would be for privately owned businesses that put up signs saying people are allowed to bring guns on their premises, end quote. But if you know much about the people who are left there in California, if they didn't flee already, I doubt you're going to see many of those signs. Um, yeah, so this this is just insane to me that, Herbore, they want to go ahead and uh, try to put pressure uh, on these applications when, you know, they say you have to get insurance, right? And then when you when you go to fill out the form for the insurance, now you have to tell everybody how many guns you own. So I guess what's the choice left, Harori? Just be homeless? Is that what they're left to do in California? 
flee California. That's what I would do, what so many people are doing. Did he say churches? We need John MacArthur uh, on this again, who defeated the COVID mandates. And uh, maybe he can also defeat the gun mandate so churchgoers can uh, carry guns <laughs> around. It's total insanity. You know, at least in places like Mexico, where I am, home uh, owner insurance is not mandatory. Uh, and so, you know, if, if it's not mandatory, I, I can, I don't have to disclose my firearms. And so my fear is that this is like a war of attrition and state by state in the U.S., country by country, they will be implementing these types of, of laws. So, you know, there might come a day where, like, like I mentioned last year in Mexico, they there was the first year where now you had to do your um, vehicle emissions um, 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 test, which reminder, note to self, I need to uh, uh, make an appointment for my next <laughs> vehicle emissions test here in uh, Mexico. So again, control for your car. I wouldn't doubt the same thing happens in, in, in Mexico. You can, maybe they'll make home insur homeowners insurance mandatory. Well, it depends on the country. You know, in this case, they've already got this Soviet-style gun laws in Mexico. You've only got one gun shop, which is in Mexico City. And so, I, I think this is the death by a thousand cuts when it comes to try trying to disarm Americans. That's one of their biggest problems. And you know, evil never sleeps, as Umberto Eco used to say: eternal fascism. And they just keep coming and coming. That's Satan. For you, you know, he, he doesn't sleep until he establishes his worldwide totalitarian dictatorship. And um, so, you know, freedom minded people have to do the same as well. It's just, I don't know, Ruckus, it's not looking good, but I, I, I would just leave California at this point. Yeah, well, this is coming soon to a state near you, I'm sure. This is not limited to California. Once they start to get away with this, I mean, this is blatantly unconstitutional. This should not be happening anywhere in the United States of America, period. But there was this other recent story about the merchant code with guns, too. So, like, I recently had to make a firearms-related purchase. So, but, like, just anything related to firearms anymore, I'm, like, I'm, I'm sketchy about purchasing things online and then using my credit card. So I'm like, I'm jumping through hoops and trying to transfer money to this. And maybe I can use PayPal, try to hide it. I don't want my bank to say, oh, hold on, this guy, he's using this for things that we don't agree with. So I'm, I'm getting like all concerned just buying stuff online. And I shouldn't have to feel that way in America, especially if it's a firearms related thing, because I'm in a Texas and it's America, you know, whatever. So we'll just leave it at that. But yeah, no, this is wild stuff. And, and I feel really bad for anyone who's still in California. Get out now. <laughs> I, I would look for loopholes. You know, here it says would force homeowners to report number of guns. So what if I put the, um, you know, I put my wife as the owner of the house. She purchased it, not me. Uh, and then I don't have, I'm the, I'm the one with the firearms. So they're not her firearms. So she, there we go. I don't have to report my firearms. She's the owner of the house right there. Right? <laughs> That's uh, uh, I, I, I probably have to do more research on if, if that checks out uh, legally, but that, you know, there, there's an idea for you, but yeah, California, again, so many people, I think in Anarchapulco, I heard about people leaving uh, California as well. And so that's the way the cookie crumbles. All right, Ruckus, uh, enjoy 
the rest of your evening, your Texas barbecue, if, if that's what you're having for, I, I, I'm sorry, I just, I love the Texas barbecue. I miss it. I got to get back to Texas. Uh, catch you tomorrow. We've got Lynn Taylor of CommonCoreDiva.com joining us. Be right back. Now, as we move into an election year in US politics at a time, when the Western Empire is under attack from within, as if an orchestrated decline is the plan. Whilst at the same time, the rise of BRICS nations represents a rise of a new multipolar order. Institutions that have controlled the world are at last being questioned for their behavior and their failures. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. And the truth shall set us free. Those two statements sit at opposite ends of the zeitgeist in a world that is filled with death, destruction, deceit, and a wholesale unwillingness to hold anyone in power to account, except for anyone who takes power against the ruling elite, of course. And then we have seen how that system works. Weekends with Jason Olborn on today's News Talk TNT. TNT is an independent global news talk station that does what others only say they do. TNT is a live radio and TV broadcaster that simply tells the truth 24 hours a day, seven days a week. No one in the world does what we do. Crisscrossing the globe, providing credible news and opinion all day and all night. In two and a half years, TNT has become a credible and exciting platform with brilliant hosts and staff. It's a critical time, and we must continue to call out the misinformation and propaganda from mainstream media and their powerful sponsors. We're now appealing to our many friends and supporters around the world to go to TNTradio.live and make a small donation to TNT while we seek the right investors to continue our important mission. Listen. Listen up! Now listen, we gotta talk. It's what we do best. This is today's News Talk Radio. TNT. Returning to the Rebel Transmission, she's now a monthly uh, feature or staple on the Hervoye Moritz show to give us sort of an update on what's happening with the United Abominations and the Sustainable Democide Goals uh, and, and that sort of stuff is Lynn uh, Taylor of Common Core Diva.com. That's the same username on Twitter X. She's got 20 plus years experience um, in education. Uh, how is your February going, Lynn? Uh, you don't want to know. I had to put my dog down on Friday, and that's kind of just been really bumming. But you know, we're 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 getting better. She was really really sick, took a turn for the worse, and we were left with no choice. But other than that, it's been a I don't know. February for my family is always a bumpy road because unfortunately we have a lot of anniversaries of death in our family that happen right around Valentine's, and it's always been kind of bittersweet. But one thing that we have noticed is that it has taught us that the consumerism that so goes after us is so overrated. And if we love each other every single day and pull together as a family, and that's half of, I mean, that's three quarters of what I do is to help families stay together uh, through this educatic BS that we see, especially coming down from the United Nations. Yeah, I I, I had a bumpy past five days i went through three earthquakes in acapulco oh which is, in, is insane wednesday Ooh. afternoon we were in open space which is nice if you, there's an earthquake uh but then 6 a.m thursday morning the bed and room is shaking and then saturday afternoon as well and so well i'm yeah. glad you're okay 
Yeah, I'm more worried about the Acapulcans. They have to live. Um, they shrug it off. They just it's happening all the time. Earthquakes, and then they have hurricanes, and then you got cartels. You have to sort of, you know, live yeah. around them. And yeah, in different parts of the world, there are different um, troubles. But uh, what what well, have you been? Interesting, you bring that up because part of what we're going to talk about tonight. The impetus to it is oh, climate crisis and nasty weather. And so you have to ask yourself, how much of this is really man-made weather and how much of this is God-made weather? God-made or geoengineering, right? Right, um, exactly. You know, or if 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 they are, you know, I, I for me, I assume the Acapulco earthquakes are are, are natural. So just it's a natural process. So again, you but know, they are we right, right. And you know, it's getting easy to tell what the man-made uh disasters are. But this this the sky is falling climate garbage has just got to go. And one of the things that I found so interesting about this is um you know, it's one of those things. You start looking at one thing and it leads you to another and it leads you to another. And what we're going to talk about tonight is called the San Francisco Promise. Now, the justification behind it, Havore, is that because the world is in such a climate crisis and because our superpowers are stupid and, and can't get their stuff together and there's threats of war and all their superpoweredness is going to ruin us all. Well, the UN has to come in put on their super cape and go, dun da 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 we're here to save the world. Yeah, and th there have been some uh, interesting reports that you um, sent to me. One of them was Center for UN Constitutional Research, but I don't know if you want to get to that later. Right. But yeah, what, what's what's happening with uh, the Well, with the, with the San Francisco Promise, uh, we have a YouTube video that I sent you that tells the audience. It's like a five-minute video, and we need to play it all the way through because what you need to listen for is not only the propaganda that's all through it, but the very last part of it before they start begging for money. So let's play that first. Oh, uh, well, we don't have the clip. We'll, we'll play that. Um, <gasps> oh, no. We'll I thought we we'll... had that. That was, oh, my goodness. I thought I sent that to you. Yes, I did. It was the uh, San Francisco Promise. Uh, let's see here. It was in the email that I sent you. We'll, 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 we'll play it tomorrow. We, we, we can, okay, we can review fine. it. That's we can fine. review this That's stuff fine. today and then we'll play it um, sure. All right. tomorrow. We'll do but, that. Sure. That's but I, I did watch the clip. It was on, on Facebook. Uh, and again, they were discussing the climate. Um, right. and, you know, again, basically, right. the focus is, is world governments or, or world uh, government. And they want uh, reform uh, as well. Yes, absolutely. And the reason why they're calling it the San Francisco Promise is because this, this new push has come about to use the guys that, well, San Francisco is where the union started. So, you know, we might as well go back to ground zero, so to speak. And while we're there, we're going to have all these summations about world government and climate change and all this. And so in 2019, uh, there was a youth climate summit and they came up with this particular declaration that's called the Climate Democracy Declaration. And it says here on the 24th of July, 2019, we planetary citizens representing all the continents 
have gathered together to demand representation in the global decision-making on challenges such as climate crisis, which affects us all. To achieve this, we demand the creation of a United Nations Parliament representing everyone, an executive to com complement this legislature, and to ensure justice, the creation of a world court with the competency to prosecute environmental crimes, holding states, corporations, and other non-state actors and individuals accountable with universal jurisdiction. In a world of effective global governance, resources currently dedicated to a national security must be redirected to global security, and in particular, living sustainably in our planet. It should be a human right to enjoy a healthy environment and our duty to protect the rights of the environment for the future generations. As the legitimate forum to achieve these democratic ideals, we urgently demand that the San Francisco promise be upheld to convene the United Nations Charter Review and Renewal Process. And it ends in big letters with, let we, the peoples, govern the world. There's a lot in there that just freaks me out where they say, I mean, it's unbelievable. So they want a, well, first of all, they they want um, to reform the UN and create the UN Parliamentary Assembly. Mm -hmm. uh, and it will give us the facade of democracy. Just like today, our governments are just simulations of democracy. There is no democracy. And then a world court with the competency to prosecute uh, in, environmental crimes and hold individuals accountable mm -hmm. and your universal jurisdiction. So if I if I do something here in Mexico, and this would probably be caught by this is why they're so, so obsessed with the digital surveillance, right? Drones, AI, right. Uh, smartphones, even the new v v Vision Apple Pro devices that have cameras looking outward. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to be a hodgepodge, uh, a, a web of all of these cameras and, and, and microphones that pick uh, everything up that's interoperable. Right. Um, right. A couple of weeks back, there was an expert talking about how they want to unify all of these different camera devices and, and and microphones. So I could just imagine. I mean, this is absolutely insane. You go go to jail for committing a climate crime. And about two weeks ago, we showed a GB News clip where there was a guy saying, "If you have more than one child, you're you're selfish and it's bad." And they were using right. the term of climate crime for having children. And we've it, seen exactly. this in China. It, it's been it, it, a climate crime in China to have more than one child, right? Absolutely. Well, you know, here's the thing. This was the product of a youth summit. So we're teaching our children, first of all, that your independence means nothing. Your total commitment to globalism means everything. And one of the things that just gripes me to no end is that we have so many people of all ages who are sitting here preaching this, going, yes, this is the way we need to go. Yes, this is what we need to do because there's a climate. Now, they're not saying climate change. They're saying climate crisis. So we need to look at what we're teaching our children, which, again, is one of the, the things that I always do. But this goes into the fact that you've got democracy without borders. They are partner 
partnering in this because they support global democracy, global governance, global citizenship, and claims that democracy is a human right. A human right is the right to breathe air, get water, have food, have shelter. It is not to have a, a, a democracy. It's it's to be left alone, if you so wish. We're going to jump real quick to our headlines. Now, TNT Radio News. Uh-oh. Scandal. Huge news. This is very important. For TNT, this is James O'Neill. German businesses anticipate the country's economy to shrink by 0.5% this year. According to a survey of over 27,000 companies by the DIHK Chambers of Industry and Commerce, a significant fire erupted at an industrial recycling facility for hybrid and electric car batteries in southern France. A new poll suggests that Boris Johnson could reclaim the support of lost conservatives if he were to lead the Tory party in the next election. Why not give TNT Radio a follow? We're on all major social platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Gab, and Getter. Help us get the word out as we cover the biggest topics of our time right here on today's News Talk. TNT Radio. TNT Radio. All right, we're talking to Lynn Taylor. Check out the website, commoncorediva.com, uh, as well as on Twitter, X is Common Core Diva. And we're just talking about the San Francisco Promise uh, and yeah. how they're basically pushing world federalism. They want to, so they're not there yet. What One of the things they need to do is create a UN parliament. So right now you've got the UN with sort of like one court or general assembly, and they need a parliament where they sort of plug in the peoples of the world to make us feel like we're participating, mm -hmm. but we're really not. We already see now how the military and intelligence agencies are managing our democracies and that's most the, the biggest example is in the us we don't have elections anymore the dhs fbi cia nato are at google especially dr robert epstein has discussed this that our votes don't matter uh anymore uh that the pentagon and, and uh, surveillance valley they can now sway elections any which way they want it makes us feel like we're participating but it's mm -hmm. it's it's it's, it's a dictatorship like yeah, and yeah, it would be the a, same thing, I think, with UN. Uh, so, yeah, oh, your yeah. further thoughts on what's happening here. Well, we have the Center for the United Nations Constitutional Research. They're otherwise known as C-U-N-C-R. So just think crunch, because that's about what they're going to do to us, okay? This is based in Belgium, Havore. It is an in, supposedly independent think tank that's focused on the UN Charter and the promotion of a UN constitution with international law written in. This will legitimize global government, global rights of we the peoples. It is a not-for-profit organization, supposedly no government, religious, or partisan affiliations. And they will use education as their number one tool to force this on us. Now, this particular organization says they're in research, but they actually see citizens as objects and subjects for Vore, not living, breathing, uh, God-fearing humans. I wanted to go on and let you know that, again, yes, they are tied to democracy without borders, but the founders of the crunch organization, as I call it, we have doctors who are big in climate justice. Uh, we have doctors who are here in the United States. 
Uh, we have one who is the treasurer for the Democratic World Federation of San Francisco. Now, why would we call them out? Because they're going to play into our conversation for not only tonight, but tomorrow as well. We have one who is a doctor who is a psychologist as well as a peace activist. We have another one who's managing consulting and a Club of Rome member. Oh, no collusion there. Then we have someone from the World Federalist Movement. You were talking about federalization a while ago, uh, who's big on reform and renewing the United Nations as we've never seen before. We have international activists, lifelong peace and justice activists, as well as uh, someone from Mexico who is a lawyer. And um, I'm not even going to try to say his name because I am not fluent in Spanish. Uh, they have two youth programs we have previously covered on other shows, but their global governance laboratory. Now, remember, they're supposed to be a research looking at, at creating a constitution. In 2017, this particular global governance laboratory of Crunch came up with a global challenge foundation to begin a new shape for global government. Dubbed as the San Francisco Promise, it was a nod to the 1945 role in the United Nations creation. It was first activated in 1955 and later abandoned. Thus, there needs to now be a new and improved United Nations with a constitution. Now, I went and looked up the difference since I am a former educator. Spare me this or humor me this, I should say. The difference between a charter and a constitution, because after all, we're looking at updating the UN to go from a charter to a constitution. Uh, charter is, let's see here, where is it? It is a formal written document. This is according to a student's dictionary. It is a formal written document issued by a national or state government or a, so or a sovereign to a person, a group of citizens, or a corporation granting the right to organize for carrying on specified activity and imposing certain obligations. All right, that's a charter. What's a constitution? Okay, a constitution, again, same student dictionary, a way in which something is made up or put together, a physical makeup of the human body, especially as to strength or resistance to disease, or a system of fundamental principles according to which a body as a nation, state, or even a club is governed. It's a written document containing these principles. So the reason I wanted to point that out is because you've got massive things that have to change between the charter to go from that to the constitution. Now notice the date 2017, that's gonna come back uh, in some of the things we talk about tomorrow night, because the Constitution has already been written. And I you, found that you, out today. Are you referring to the Earth Constitution? Or? Yep, the Earth the Earth of uh, the Earth Federation Constitution. Absolutely. So, some years back, um, mm -hmm. I interviewed on my podcast, Geopolitics and Empire, Andreas Bummel, who's one of the founders of Democracy Without Borders. I, I've okay. got. I don't know if I've got the physical copy of his book or just the digital, mm -hmm. um, but it was interesting. And, you know, he, he really promotes, he's one of the people leading the charge. You've mentioned his organization and I've right. interviewed on my podcast, Roger Cotilla, 
couple of years back, who's part of the uh, what's it called the World uh, Federalist, I think, organization, and he's yeah, the part World of the Earth Federalist Constitution mm-hmm. movements. Um, you know, I try to talk to any everyone. I I think maybe the and I I just let them speak, and I think I I've asked Roger on the show. Maybe he was busy, or maybe he kind of figured that I'm an anti globalist, and so didn't want to come on. Um, anymore but you know some of the things that they talk about in this crunch document you see them in in the intro it says um where they discussed we concentrated on the federal models and the only union of states in existence the -hmm. european union of 26 countries and how they deal with transnational problems that know no borders and i've been saying this for 20 years literally uh Mm -hmm. you know i'm also uh, you know, where is it here? Somewhere uh, around here. I got my, I got an EU passport. I'm an EU <laughs> citizen. And I've been saying the EU is the blueprint. The EU is right. the blueprint for this federal style union for technocratic totalitarian world government. And so they say that here in their own papers that they take the EU as the model. It's interesting. They say with, um, raised awareness, we found out that neither the UN or UNFC CC have the mandate that govern the climate. It's like governing the weather, the climate, like yeah. nature. They're talking about yeah. you know governing nature, which we all live in. Uh, and mm-hmm. then if you go further, there there's a section here again. There I've talked about this a lot. They reference 1938, Clarence Strait uh, mm-hmm. with the book Union Now, and he he proposed creating an Atlantic Federal Union first. So integrating Europe with North America, Canada, USA. Um, right. And then that being the basis for world government. We've had Cecil Rhodes over a century ago say the same thing, to use the British Commonwealth as the basis for world um, government. And here, uh, it's interesting to talk about uh, Churchill right after the war, that mm-hmm. they wanted to transfer power to a world federal authority that would have the power to partially limit the absolute nation state sovereignty and they say um they talk about this crusade for world government literally and the observance the observance of a world government week which is uh absolutely incredible it absolutely is now crunch also has a brand new artificial intelligence section so you were talking about you know the the digital tracking and whatnot that is in the works. If you go on their website, you'll see a lot of it's you know coming soon. Uh, but they're going to deal in international criminal law through artificial intelligence. They're going to um, use it for international environmental law. You can also find it on international space law, international human rights law, international cyber law, international economic law. And this is going to tie in not only climate justice and action, but uh, Wolfgang Pope's opening to omnilateralism. So if you've not heard of that particular resource, I would urge you to go and look that up. But, and you know, you've been going over some of the annual report uh, features of 2019 from Crunch. Uh, that is, let's see here, I think that is quite a few pages if I if I remember right. But one of the things that I noticed in this particular report, Kavore, was that it tells you on page nine that in 1958, two Harvard professors, Clark and Sohn, 
published World Peace Through World Law. Basically, it was the United Nations reform in the narrative of a world federal state. And as we know, Harvard University is a huge United Nations member, as well as part of the Skull and Bones uh, organization. On page 10, you have the concept of total sovereignty of a nation state that goes back all the way to 1648 under the Treaty of Westphalia. The concept then, as now supposedly, is that human rights are opposed to city or state, pretty much God's modern United Nations and, as you just pointed out, European Union uh, policies. And there's an incredible graphic on page uh, 19. Again, people can just look yes. C-U-N-C-R. It's the umbrella, isn't it? Yeah. Report. Yeah, 2019. It's it's time for our break. We'll continue on this. CommonCordiva.com is the website. We'll be right back. De-weaponizing weather with reality and perspective. According to people, the Earth's temperature, and I say people because... I don't really consider the people saying this actual scientists. They may have degrees, but since they're using temperature as a metric for climate, they don't know what they're talking about. But according to them, this has been the hottest year on record, 2023. Now that's interesting because the world population has gone over 8 billion. In fact, they're close to 70 million new people on the planet than there were back in 2022. Or put it this way, there are 70 million more. Now, I can't figure out if things are so bad, how come the population continues to increase? I mean, aren't we at a hellhole right now? Now, I realize most of you don't have degrees in meteorology, and that's fine. What we were taught at Penn State, back when Penn State used to not be a climate indoctrination school, well, maybe they're not now that Michael Mann has left and gone to the University of Pennsylvania. But we were taught that temperature is a very poor metric for climate. Wet bulb temperatures are a much better metric because, after all, water vapor is very important, right? So if you know how much energy is in the air and you know that a lot better with a wet bulb temperature, then you get a better look at it. See, it can be hotter, but if it's drier, there's no real change in the amount of energy in the air. Better than that, though, is saturation mixing ratios. Now, this really quantifies the water vapor. So let me ask you a question. If you want to track down the source of what warming is, would you use something that doesn't correlate at all to the temperature, CO2? Or would you use something that has a direct correlation to the temperature, which is water vapor? This is TNT Climate and Weather Watchdog, meteorologist Joe Bastardi, asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you've got. What do I love about riding? It's the thrill. The excitement. Riding gives me a sense of freedom. I feel so connected to the road. Riding is like therapy to me. It makes me feel alive. Love riding? Back off. Pervoy Morich on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right, it's our final segment here with the Common Core Diva, commoncoredeva.com. I'm going to try to get that link for the PDF and drop it in the chat, but they've got this graphic here where, where it talks about 2023, 
where from the ground, it's a ground up revolution using people, NGOs, co coalitions of states, uh, think tanks, uh, it's, religious it's groups. Absolutely off the charts how many people they're getting in on this. And I wanted to point out one thing about the annual report. You're going to find there are several groups who help fund this particular crunch effort. One of them will be the Global Challenges Foundation, and they are going around the world, Tavore, planting seeds of deception to prop up this new constitutional movement, this San Francisco promise. It's just off the charts. It absolutely is. But um, yeah, I wanted to, to point out that, yes, the particular constitution that supposedly is going to be written by Crunch is already in existence, and we can get into that uh, more tomorrow evening. Just know that the World Federalist Movement, the Institute for Global Policy, World Citizens, the Earth Constitution, uh, all these groups have played a part in bringing this supposed constitution to being, and it absolutely is mind-boggling to me that we're going to go back to 1945. We're going to dig up Article 109, Section 3 of the UN Charter, which requires obsolete portions of the Charter to be updated. Now, it never said who gets to update it, so obviously the San Francisco Promise feels it's their duty to, to go and update it, but it absolutely is just showing you that superpower nations have to cease to exist, that the chaos in the weather is dooming us all, and that the only one that can fix all this is the United Nations as the savior. However, in their present form, they have to be updated. And again, this pushes the, the narrative for a new constitution, because only the United Nations is strong enough to restrain and overcome the superpower nations. And, and you know, they always use as part of their reasoning, there's some truth there, right? We have superpower nations in the past, Soviet Union, which was totalitarian, um, the, the American empire, which has done a lot of insane things. But again, they want to impose a world you know a one world superpower and some of the people some of these people pushing this movement as i've spoken to i think a number of them are well-meaning they actually they truly believe this stuff uh so you, you've got separate groups you've got the power brokers at the top you know the, the globalists yeah. behind the scenes and then the, you've got the people from the bottom up um involved in all this reform work who truly believe it and like they genuinely believe that we can have a UN parliamentary assembly, we could have a world government that's going to function, you know, unicorns and roses and all this stuff. And when I say, you know, I actually got a unicorn cup here. People can see my, I'm using my kids. <laughs> I just ran out of coffee cups, but um, uh, they think it's going to be, um, it's going to actually I'm function. We're going to have, we're going to have real democracy. They, they really believe it. They're not like um they don't have bad intentions some of these people promoting it and i think it's ve they're very naive and uh again from our view and they've tried to counter argue in in their writings in their books saying 
Right. No, you know, they're, they're arguing we're, we're, there's no way we can end up with a world totalitarian state. That's not going to oh, happen. Yes. And I'm just thinking, oh, my goodness. <laughs> they, I'm sorry. They're using fear mongering on one hand. The sky is falling. We have to have help. The UN's the only one. They're fear mongering. And then they're saying, oh, yes, here's this ultra super great organization that's even more powerful than your superpowers and they're the only one who can leverage or come in and control so they're offering a government solution and we should know no matter whether it's america or wherever the words you cannot trust are i'm from the government and i'm here to help or i'm here to make things better it hasn't worked in healthcare. it hasn't worked in taxation education labor it hasn't worked in any of it yeah, and as part of this chart, again, they talk about global governance of everything. As they already mentioned previously, they want to govern nature, uh, the climate. Mm -hmm. Here it says migration, cyber, AGI, that's artificial generated intelligence, space law, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the people's representation, UN parliament, uh, poverty, basically everything. And then they'll be imposing the solutions you know they'll they've already said like look you can't eat meat um we're gonna impose soiling green yeah. is that like uh, i don't i don't want that and even you know they can also manage public opinion using the delphi technique tavistock um mm -hmm. techniques and and just manage public perception and, and, and narrative where they can twist uh, people's arms and get the answer that they want like we've seen with the eu you know in the oh, early yeah. 2000s you had ireland my country or Croatia, they would do one referendum uh, um, about joining the, the EU and a majority would say, no, we don't want it. They would come back with more money and resources and manipulate media opinion to convince, basically they're twisting your arm until you say yes. And, yeah, and that, absolutely. that's- yeah. Coercion, especially from a government is never going to be welcome. And if it is, then we really probably need to check our our, our hearts and our heads because we should never let it get that far. We should be fighting back, which is why it's so important to have these kind of conversations. But now remember I said we needed to remember 2017 because in 2017, building the world parliament had a conference and in a memorial to President Jean Ping, there was a call to general review conference and it said that Basically, what is going to happen to update the charter to make it into a constitution? They were they were recommending the deliberate adoption of the Constitution for the Federation of the Earth to replace the UN Charter. And that constitution has already been written. It's, I cannot remember, I think it's like almost 40 pages. I just found it today. It was crafted in 1991. This is how long they've been waiting to do this to us. Yeah, I, I've read part of the Constitution, and um, there's a number of people involved. Like I said, I've interviewed Roger Cotilla and right. Glenn. Uh, I'm actually on an e email news list where they go back and forth talking about um, this stuff. I, I might have it uh right over somewhere it's somewhere in my emails I'll, I'll oh here it is um glenn t martin yeah glenn t martin yep. uh That's is it. another one mm -hmm. of, one of the guys yep. for the earth 
Earth Constitution. Maybe I should. He's he's he is pretty elderly. Maybe maybe I should try to get him on. But um, and, and that kind of goes with the whole green agenda, where um, right? even people in the alternative media today. You know, I just came back from Anarchapulco, and uh, there's a large portion of alt media now where they understand sort of kind of that climate change isn't real, but they are espousing a lot of these green new age beliefs right. at the same time. Absolutely. So it's kind right. of like, Absolutely. I think this is part of this wider movement to incorporate a lot of different groups from the ground up. Because uh, you need to have a unifying belief system, religion, spiritual mm -hmm. sort of system to get people on board with this uh, thing. Absolutely. Now, here's a quote from Glenn T. Martin. This is from Chapter 4 of the uh, Constitution for the Federation of the Earth. This was in 2010. This was a quote. Democracy is a sham unless it's a world democracy. Just let that sink in. That sounds like something Stalin would, would say. I'm not calling, I'm not, again, like I'm not saying Glenn right. is that. No, I, I, I think I they, they, they truly believe this stuff. These are old lefties, anti-war, anti-nuclear power. Anti, I think anti-nuclear weapons, uh, and so, but that's kind of like what I vision Stalin. Um, you know, look how well that turned out. Yeah, yeah. We we got about two and a half minutes uh, left. Okay. Uh, sure. Lynn, you know, any any other or or uh, final thoughts? Any here? other tidbits that I can give you? Well, you know, here it is. Uh, tomorrow night, we're going to be looking at some of the players who helped create this Constitution. We're going to be looking at the Constitution, but I'm going to tell you of the 18 rights that are written into this globalized government Constitution that they want to pass off as the United Nations. Freedom of speech, that's huge for everybody, no matter where you live. Except for violence, certain forms of expression will be included. Thought, Consciousness, speech, press, communication, publication, broadcast, telecast, and cinema. Now, what are the glaring clues that would really make us go, uh-oh, there's a red flag here? Certain forms of expression included thought and conscious. How in the world are they going to know what I'm thinking or what is in my conscience unless I am being so tracked that I have no freedom whatsoever. That's why they want governor governance of artificial general intelligence and all this stuff, which it's going to be sifting through our files. You know, Windows 11 now is in incorporated the AI co-pilot. Uh, if you use any Google products, the AI is now sifting through it um, right. on and on. And that's how they're going to gauge our emotions, uh, our, our thoughts, because you know, what you're looking at is a reflection mm -hmm. of what you're thinking. Uh, we are out of time again. Uh, you'll be back with us tomorrow. I'll have some clips. Uh, tell us where we can find you again. EncoreDiva.com is my website. If you wish to financially bless any of the research that I do, please hit my donate button. You can find me on Twitter and soon on Rumble. All right, on Rumble uh, as well. It's about time. All right, talk to you, Lynn. Uh, tomorrow, we've got Steve Malsberg. Up next, don't touch that dial. Keep on rocking in the not-so-free worlds and be seeing you. <laughs>